Welcome to the SQL Podcast, episode 61. I am Andrew Miok, and you are in for another treat today. We are going to be talking all about how to get a woman sexually addicted to you like crack cocaine. I mean, the best type of crack, not the crack that you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, get the crack and lick the sack. I'm joined by my good fucking man, Lusty B Burger. Hey, how's it going? So, yeah, we're going to drop some fucking absolute bombs today because I hear a lot of times that guys like, how the fuck do I get a chick really into me? Absolutely addicted to the sex that we're having. And we have had chicks go crazy for our sexual, for who we are sexually. And it's been really beautiful to hear and see over the years. And not to mention all the clients that I've worked with, all the mentors who have helped me and doing um, doing things and understanding things about sexuality and not to mention Lusty Burger as you heard from the last episode really tearing it apart and having like really insane sexual experiences with all the odds against him to make shit fucking happen remember if you're here listening to this podcast and this is the first time listening thank you very much this is a weird wacky um, podcast all about sexuality where we don't hold back we say it as it is and we're not afraid to hurt a few feelings break a few eggs to make a few fucking amazing cakes also in saying all of that um, we're here to make um, men the best she's ever had inside and outside the bedroom, leave her better and wetter, and making men men again. We don't fuck around, we go straight to the point, and if you want more stuff, Joe, go check out our um, YouTube channel, go check out all the other episodes, or you can go give Lusty a hand job and just message him directly, whatever suits you best. So, let's get into it. Lusty was on the last episode, go listen to that, and you can listen to his story about how he had all the odds against him, and he absolutely crushed it with life, women, business, and all these things, and now he's back out there again to slay some dragons to meet a princess. So who knows what's going to happen, but the princesses will be slayed, I'm telling you that much, and so will the dragons. So, Lusty, an introduction or what? Yeah, far, far out. Um, <laughs> hopefully less dragons and more princesses. So. <laughs> uh, I think I've gone through enough dragons in my day, but um, yeah, I, just, I thought I'd just sort of... Um, mentioned just as you're going through that intro just i was just thinking what was on the top of my head was basically that my actual problem with a lot of this is that i can't get rid of girls like i normally have more trouble kind of finding them but once i do find them it's like getting rid of them which is normally my issue and i know it's sort of the opposite issue to a lot of guys that find it hard to keep them around but like that that was never like that yeah quite a few years ago but since i've sort of gone through all this and really learnt and really doubled down my sort of sex life and stuff. Now I've got, you know, my, my problem is trying to get rid of girls. Oh, it's a, it's a first world problem, Lusty Burger, but we're here to really break that all down today. So yeah, it's a really great thing. Like we hear a lot of guys who, one, can't even get a woman. Two, if they get a woman, they can't keep her around. Or they might not be with women who they actually care about. And they don't know, that's why we're here about teaching about the sex part, but it's like, realistically, let's just like break it down. If you fuck a woman really good, she's wanna go, she's going to want to come back and go give me more of that sugar. So let's do this last thing. Let's actually break down for, let's break down exactly like what you know about how to keep women around and like why they want to stay around with you. And remember, this is all consensual. This is not like we're trying to force them to stay around. I want to make this clear. How can I build up a woman so much where she can't wait to see me again? 
where she can't wait to fuck me again. How can I fuck her so incredibly well that she's like, damn, I've got to get some of that again? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think a lot of it really comes from just who you are first. And if she sees it, like, yeah, you're not sort of a shit kicker that she just wants to sort of use you for your body or your looks for that one night, but can actually see that you got your shit sorted and you're together and you're really sort of grounded and, you know, you take control of the situation um, and you're sort of, you know, a go-getter in life as well and you go to Hollywood with other things going for you. I think, yeah, sort of step one that I found is just having that and not putting the woman as sort of the prize or sort of the next notch on the belt, but just be like, hey, you know, this is my life, I'm on my purpose, I'm on my path and you're sort of just, you know, just there for a bit of fun, give an awesome experience to, but you're not number one and you're not my complete focus and, like, I'm cool without you. Like, I want you in my life, but I don't need you in my life. Yeah, that's a big one. Let's let's touch on that. So, I don't need you in my life, but I want you in my life. It's a big distinction. It's like, I'm not going to try and force you to be in my life, but I'm going to build you up so much. Like, build you up so much in all areas of your life and be a really great support of who you are, your vision, your mission, your values, all these things. And not to mention, I'm going to fuck you so good. And when I do, I'm going to do it better than any other guy in this world. And when I can do this, and it's like I come from a place I really can't wait to see you. I can't really wait to catch up with you and explore and grow our relationship. But then when we have sex, it's just like we get to open up and really openly communicate about that back and forward. And then when she can feel that you've got your shit together, that you're on purpose, that you've got direction, then she's going to be like, who is this man? Why would she want to go anywhere else? That is a big thing. Of course, you got a big thing, but she wants to know your big goals and mission for life as well. Yeah, 100%. And I also think, you know, if she can feel that you can give that open space to really express herself and let her live out any sort of fantasy, she won't feel like, she has to go somewhere else or to some other person who has those different mindsets to be able to live out those different sexual fantasies. She'll see you sort of as like the full prize and then when she sees you as a full prize where she can express all areas of her sexuality, you're not going to judge her. One of the things I do with a lot of girls um, when I first meet them is I already just set the frames of like, hey, I'm not judgmental, you know. Things like the word slut, a lot of girls think that there's a negative connotation to it. The way I sort of explain it to them, if, if I use the word slut, it's a word of empowerment. It's like, I want you to be my slut. I want you to really open up. I really want you to express yourself and I want you to do you. I don't care if that means that you want to get fucked by 10 guys in one night or if you just want one dude and just want him to tie you up, whatever. Like whatever your sexuality and whatever you really at your core want to do, I'm not going to judge that. I'm going to accept that and I'm going to encourage you to go through and push that and experience that what was the big thing for you man like when you were first starting at this just trying to keep women around and that's the thing i don't really like the word trying to keep women around it's like they will stay around when they just feel they're truly supported and encouraged in who they are and they can see you're a man of fucking value and then as i said fuck i'm good i really want to talk, touch on that later i want to like touch on what it means to really give a woman the best fuck she's had from your perspective because it's so great that lusty's like come from where he's come from and listen to the other podcast but what were you doing beforehand and why weren't women really staying around yeah so beforehand i did have that sort of mentality of wanting to try and keep them around 
Um, my sexual performance was absolutely horrible. So I think that sort of scared them away. But I think there's, they also felt a bit of that me wanting to sort of try and keep them around because one, I wasn't that confident in meeting lots and lots of girls. And when that one came around, I tried to hold on to her, but I wasn't giving her the best experience. So I think she could kind of sense that as well. And then I'd say the other thing as well is just, you know, wanting to keep a girl around. When I stopped wanting to keep a girl around or trying to hold on to girls or trying to force them to stay in Do you my mean life. have to? Like have to keep yeah, them around? Yeah, like once I stopped feeling like I have to keep them around. Um, one of the things I also sort of came to really big acceptance was, you know, being alone doesn't mean that I'm lonely. Being cool with just being me and being by myself and doing my own thing. Um, and I think when they can really sense that, they can be like, oh, okay. We yeah. talked about that today. Yeah, we did. We're like the the being the do you wanna do you wanna repeat that? Like the what we broke down today, that was cool. Yeah, so basically just, you know, a lot of people say that, Oh, you're single, oh you don't have this and that, you must be lonely, blah blah blah. But I I've been in situations where I've been with someone and I actually felt more lonely than when I'm on my own. So you don't have to, it's not about the people that are physically around you. Um or not around you that determines if you're lonely or not. Yeah, there's a difference between being alone and being lonely. And that's the big distinction as well. Like, I think there's a lot of like emphasis of like, oh, you're alone, you're a loser, you have nothing going on in your life and things like that. I'm like, hang on a second, I can be alone, but like be doing my life, doing my business, doing my purpose. And I actually talked to Mr. Pierre de Sosa today and we had a really good fucking chat about like, purpose like if you're a man who wants to learn about purpose direction and and dealing with really adverse situations and coming out on top that man is the fucking man when it comes to that shit and the amount of stuff that we've talked about about really stepping up in that um, regard is insane so we're going to be doing a lot of podcasts with him because he has a lot of knowledge about what it is to have purpose and direction and deal with intense situations so really excited to have that and what we're talking about today as well like just to really um add on to that was the being alone alone versus being lonely and then like you could be lonely with a partner with with what you said and i've done that before being with someone and the relationship is well out due its course and you're still stick, sticking there because a little bit of neediness and stuff oh man <laughs> it's it's tough like that sometimes but we all be there sometimes because of comfort and we sometimes hope and we try and work it out but then sometimes it doesn't it's not there for the best and you just know the writing's all over the wall whatever that may be with that partner but yeah, we've we've all been there, and if you haven't, as I said, try and really get an understanding of who you are, what you want, and do that. Have great friends to call you out from that. But we'll um that will be for another topic about like how to like really find if the woman is a really good fit for where you're at and who you are as a human being, and then also talking about um breakups. We'll talk about breakups in the future. I might be doing that with um Pierre as well. So there's a lot of stuff um be happening on this. But the lone you can be you can feel so lonely in a relationship but you can feel happy you can be alone and feel so content and fulfilled fulfilled equals me fulfilled equals being full fulfilled equals being fulfilled and then that means being full and having an having a full cup and then you feel whole and when you feel whole it's like you've had that sense of completeness so it's it's a lot of stuff that's really, it's a bit of high level things just right there, but at the same time, it gives you like a deeper sense of who you are. And then when a woman can feel like he has strong purpose, has a deeper sense of who he is and all these other things, then she goes, and you're comfortable being alone by yourself and she's not feeling like you're that person to 
fill her up. Then she's going to be like, oh my God, this dude is fucking awesome. Then you can come from two healthy places. And we're all just like working on our own like slight um, dysfunctions and stuff in life to become more healthy and things like that. Because Lawrence and I are more Captain Saver hoes. And by that, I mean, we'll break it down. Captain Saver hoes like, you could even, I learned this from my mentor. It's like, you're more like that guy. Think about this. You're maybe a guy or a woman listening to this. You may be someone who wants to save people. Like you're going in there to try and save people from their, where they're at. And you might be doing this so deeply unconsciously because maybe some like upbringing stuff. Or you're the person who's like trying to be saved and a bit more victim. And then you like, depending on the level of dysfunction in the relationship, you could be just constantly trying to save, save and like save and then the person just like finds people to save them and then they never actually grow but we're coming to a place of constantly trying to move away from these dysfunctions so then we can be whole on ourselves without looking for a, a captain to save us and a hoe to be saved so it's just kind of like a captain save a hoe kind of joke yeah exactly and i can kind of say that looking back at yeah some of the some of the different relationships i've had in the past i've sort of fallen into that so it's sort of yeah, it's one of my dysfunctions where I'm sort of moving away from as well. What, the captain, save a hoe? Yeah, me being the captain and then somehow I end up trying to save all the hoes, so... I'm trying to save her from her life of misery. It's like, hang on a second, I'm in Australia at the moment um, at the beach house and it's like funny, it's like, how can we save these women when it's like, what, like, how much do they have in life? It's like, so it was so unconscious, man. I've, I've been there. I was like, I'm like, hang on a second. There's some women I've like tried to save. Like I'm more of the save a hoe again. And like going in there, like trying to save, like, hang on a second. Whoa. Let's try and like build this person up. It's like, it's kind of, like, it's, it's a crazy dynamic that goes on. So it's, I feel my mentors are really talked about sitting down and really getting clear with your thoughts and who you are and, and start writing down, journaling, all this stuff. Um, before and if you're into personal development you've definitely heard this but when i've really started well, you've been doing that last few days yeah doing some journaling yeah probably last week i've been journaling every day just my thoughts and then doing gratitude at the end of the day yeah gratitude just let's go a little bit hippie for a second so hippie talk with andrew now what it is the code to the universe is gratitude and love when you vibrate at that frequency and that level, you will feel an abundance of joy in your life. It's actually true, but there's so much bullshit around that in regards to so many people are bastardized that, but live in a place of gratitude and love, and that is the highest frequency. But faith actually is the highest frequency, just going on a bit of a hippie tangent. And when you can have really strong amounts of faith in um, just something that's bigger than you, um, so have this like really like, maybe God, the universe, whatever it is, before we go on a rant about like all religious um, stuff, we can just like say, when I have really f- strong faith in myself, have faith of really good friends around me and I know that there's something, for me, I believe that there's something bigger than us, bigger than us, bigger than us here. It could be the universe, the, um, the God, whatever that may be but in regards to that, yes, you can have religious experiences when you're in the bedroom if you fuck a woman really well and you have and she can have a religious experiences and when you can give a woman a sexually religious experience in the respect of her going holy fuck what was that i just feel like i'm seeing stars just this is going a bit off tangent but it's cool it's like have you ever fucked a chick and then you looked at the room and the room just feels like your your whole body's tingling and you're having all these crazy sensations yeah 100% and you sort of look at the girl and she's just spaced out like she's looking at you like where the fuck am i like, where the, what just happened? They're just they're just lost. It's like you just look at them like, hey, um, 
Do you want to do you want to come back down down here? <laughs> yeah, after a woman has that massive orgasm, yeah, yeah she's like, "What the fuck just happened? Yeah. Where am I?" Do you, like, do you want to give us an experience about that, man? Uh, I have one girl that I saw. It was actually just I met her at, um, just at a bar and took her home, whatever. And basically, the gist of the story: she hadn't been fucked properly probably in six months or something, and I was just sort of. I don't know, had had a really great week and I was just out there and just had really good energy and just was ready just to, you know, meet a girl and, you know, give her a really good time that night and basically she went off like a firecracker and I was like, fuck, have you not had sex in like X amount of time? She's like, nah, no one's just never fucked me properly so I just went even harder after she said that. I was like, fuck, this, this girl, she needs this experience and then she basically orgasmed, squirted all over my cock and then was just like fucking in... Fairyland had no idea where she was and she's like fuck where am i she couldn't even remember like that we were even at my place and stuff she's like what where, where are we again it was, it, was, it, was, it was sort of weird but fun <laughs> yeah when you do that to a woman it's like it's like even like making a woman squirt for the first time giving her first experiences in the bedroom getting her to live out a fantasy doing things that she's always wanted to explore and then you give her a place of safe open honest and like a clear communication and then she can feel like she's going to like give her all in the bedroom and you're going to give your all fuck like which woman ever gets that experience I'm a little bit hyper today had some green cordial and I also had a little bit of chocolate and Lawrence gave me a blowjob. Anyway. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> yeah, I do wish. Imagine just here. Lawrence piped down. Every time I go on massive rants, you know what he's doing. So, the SQL podcast at its finest. So, yeah, we had someone um, audit, like, not audit, kind of, like, look over, like, the company and the movement that we're doing. And it's so funny. Like, company culture on point. It's, like, this kind of thing in, the, in what we do at SQL. It's, like, we've all, like, had, like, sexual experiences, like, with women together. Or we all have, like... It's like we sit down, we talk about what's going on for the week, what like podcasts we're going to put out, what things we're going to do, what's happening behind the scenes, things like this. And then all of a sudden we always talk about a few things and like we're actually setting up like a sex party at the moment in Brisbane. Then we just like Lawrence has come to like fucking tons of the sex parties that I ran. We've had girls at the same time together. It's just, it's just crazy. And then we just like, that's the bonding. It's kind of like a little inside thing. If you want to work in SQL, yeah, you have to be open-minded, absolute degenerate and be um yeah have these experiences where you go you know what man i've seen you naked because you can't truly trust someone until you've seen it seen them naked so that's kind of the philosophy here that we have at sql don't but that could be the same thing as well think about this when a woman's completely naked and she's opening herself up and then you're allowing her to be completely comfortable in her body think about how relaxed that she gets around you because sometimes women just take off their clothes and just think it's a normal ritual and routine opposed to going cool i really appreciate you and accept your body and it's beautiful because as much as we have so much shame sometimes about our own bodies, think about how much shame and stigma women have around their own bodies. Like one little blemish, you might see her as this beautiful fucking human being and she has that one blemish and she's like, oh, I'm ugly. Yeah, 100%. And I think one of the things that I normally do quite a bit is just that, you know, I love seeing women naked. So, but I really sort of express that and show them and give them heaps and heaps of love when they do take their clothes off and just really appreciate her body and that beautiful woman that's in front of me. Yeah, ah, uh, agreed. And when she can really, when she can feel that you appreciate her body, and the thing is, sometimes like girls will call out, like, "Look at my cellulite, look at this." I'm like, "Yo, I didn't say to girls like, don't say that shit. I don't want to hear it." I go, "Yo, I really just like love looking at you, and I really appreciate you, and I think you're fucking really sexy, and I like this about you. I'm not trying to blow smoke up their ass, but I really say specific parts of their body that I really appreciate, adore, 
excuse me, adore and really just want to like rubbish and take in. And then I just see them that they get to really let go and go, fuck. When a woman can really let go, then she can blow, then she can flow, then you can flow together. Then when you can all flow together, what happens is it's this flow on effect of she wanting to blow you more in the future. Don't ask me to say that again, but that's exactly how we rock and roll certain things. And then when she can actually go, this man cares about me and he knows that he, I know that he has my best interest. He's not going to do something to hurt me. He's not going to judge me and he's going to allow me to be all of me. You tell me which other man is really going to give her this experience. And then when a, when you can give her that experience truly, she's going to be like, thank you for showing showing up as the man. That's why she's like, be the man, be a man who I can trust and really connect with because a woman really wants to connect with you as all of who you are as well. Yeah, definitely. And I think, yeah, just really allowing her to open up and being accepting of her body, it also helps make her a lot more comfortable and when a girl's comfortable like that and she feels that you really appreciate and really find her body attractive, she's going to want to come back to that. She's going to want to come back to those feelings. So, yeah, by really allowing her to feel loved and feel beautiful, those are awesome feelings. Like, you yeah, know, if a girl came and gave you a really, really good compliment or just said, hey, man, or hey, sexy, or whatever she calls you and say, your cock is fucking amazing or, you know, it's fucking huge. You're definitely going to want to go back to her just even just to hear that your cock's huge. So uh, I think it sort of goes both ways and people love that appreciation, especially it comes from, you know, a place of honesty and really deep love. Yeah, for sure. And then when she knows oh, this guy, all he does is just shower me with love. It's like you're showering her with love. It doesn't mean you're in love with her. It's mean you're just showering her with like such love, care and affection. It's like, that's why I remember this woman I fell in love with. You know the one I'm talking about. I cry. Oh, man. This this boy here in front of me, fuck this man. Should I say? I'm gonna say my boy. Like, wasn't my like this boy here? I mean, my man, my boy, fucking Lusty B Burger in the house. I was all the way in uh, Adelaide. I cried eight and a half hours all the way back from Adelaide about a woman. You've heard me say this before. One of the first um, dudes I called was um, Lusty. I'm like, I just called him, and he's like, hello, and then I, I just like sat there quietly, and then I'm like, <laughs> so I bawled my eyes. Like, he's like, you all right, mate? <laughs> and I listened to the same song on repeat all the way back and he's like dude I'm here whatever you need and that was a really good friend and it was it's just insane to know like a lot like I have 10 really incredible friends like about 10 or 11 really good dudes in my life who I can open up I can express what I want and it's really great to have amazing friendships and what's really key is when a woman can feel that you have really good um, friendships as well and that's someone that she can feel like, oh, he has a great network around him of guys and people that he that really care about him and women go, oh, wow, it's really great that he has that around him as well and that a woman who is actually a really cool chick will really support that as well. Yeah, I think even just, yeah, I also just give, give love out to everyone that I really appreciate in my life, even... Yeah, if you're going to hug someone, like hug them properly, don't give them some half-assed tap on the shoulder or something. Like whenever I give someone a hug, I always get told I'm the best hugger. But all I really do is I, I just put my heart in it and just mean it and just, you know, give them a nice sort of cuddle. Mate, you are the best hugger. Like, I'm serious. Like as soon as Lusty gives you a cuddle, you melt and you're like, you can do whatever you want to me kind of vibe. It's just all of a sudden you just go at the at the parties, at the sex parties and stuff like that. He just like hug, hug chicks, look them in the eye and they're like, oh, 
I feel so vulnerable. And then all of a sudden, he just like take off their clothes slowly, like, oh, this feels so good. Then it was, it was just crazy how this all unfolded. But one, two, three, and then it was Lusty and me and and three. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what else do you reckon, man? Like, what what are you has what over the years has been like? Because I know you are in, incredible. Like women just absolutely like when they're with you at the um they go. I just because you even just for people around you, you're really close friends. You make them feel so relaxed, so comfortable, and you're a really likable human being. So, how do you, how do you project? I know it's just you, but how like what are you doing? Uh, I think a lot of just sort of just being relaxed and just being cool around them, not being judging, and just sort of letting them flow, letting them talk, being interested in what they actually have to say, really listening to them. And yeah, just like, you know, when they do something awesome, sort of give them props, give them love, give them appreciation. Um, never really thought of it too, too deeply, but yeah, just don't put the pressure on. Just don't, don't be a cunt to people. Always give people the time of day. And yeah, unless they, for me, it's like, I'm always extremely nice to everyone that I meet because you never know who they are and what you'll do in the future. But at the same time, don't mistake my kindness for weakness. If you, know, if you fuck with me, you get fucked up. But um, yeah, it's like I always give someone the time of the day and you know, I won't be sort of a smart ass or standoffish or try to you know boost my ego or show off to my mates or anything like that. Always make everyone feel welcome and as comfortable as possible. You won't show off until you're in your Zomba God car. <laughs> your Lamborghini <laughs> that's it but yeah I, I agree it's not this it's they want but also calling oh, the sexual attraction that women get when you call them out and you're like not going to deal with their bullshit holy fuck what's well, kind of having a joke about this like before like sometimes you're like maybe pissed off at your partner she's pissed off at you and you're just like getting angry back and forth then you just like you fuck it out and then all of a sudden you're just like oh my god I, we both feel great again let's just chill so it's been crazy shit like that as well saying that huh yeah and sometimes just the different emotional sort of roller coasters that you go through sometimes and then you know the sex is just crazy afterwards yeah rip your clothes off kind of actions which is absolutely insane i was gonna say this when i'm when i'm with chicks when i'm with women and you've, you've seen this i've seen this at the retreat so many times like what guys trying to do they go like, i'm trying to keep this woman around it's like fuck why trying to keep this woman around like i really want to find out who she is and get to know her at her core and this is the like the the paradox or the, like whatever it is it's like the more you get to know who she is if she fits into your world she's going to feel more connected to you because you're asking questions and delving deeper into her psyche when you can delve deeper into her psyche why she wants certain things understanding that and really connecting to that and really getting her to be that sexual Ho or that, um, mix, minx or whatever that may be, she's like, damn, fuck, fuck me like you've never fucked me before. And then when you give her that sex, she's like, thank you so much. And she's so appreciative because, like, that's women's sexual suppression. It's like there's two falsies. Get to know who she is. Number one, get to know who she is at her core. Better than any of her best friends. You get women saying to you, I, t- I haven't even told my best friend this. Yeah, I've, I've had that quite a few times, especially when you connect on sort of deeper topics that a lot of people try to not touch on or are scared to talk about. It's like, hey, just go with the discomfort and just talk about it because if this is something that you really, really love on a deep level and really want to get to know, we've even share things about you that you wouldn't, you know, that you wouldn't really tell a lot of people and it's that back and forth, those 
really deep sort of secrets or things that you wouldn't really talk to other people about, but you give them such an open, non-judgmental space to be able to express it. And yeah, you know, some sometimes you share something and you're in tears, or whatever, or she's in tears, and yeah, you know, just give her a cuddle, give her lots of love, and just say thank you for sharing that with me. Tears stream down your face, and I. Lights will guide you home. <laughs> so that's what usually happens. And I agree. It's like sitting there crying, putting it all on the table. Even as a man, putting that out on the table, not being afraid to shed a tear and show that part of who you are, which is tough. I know you're a man. You think you're strong. But when she can, she will not want to leave you. She wants, she can feel that you can open up and you can emotionally express and show this. Like I like what Pierre talked about back in the day. He put a really beautiful term on it. Lead with controversy. Leading with controversy means putting, he goes, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. This is all of me. If you like it, you like it. You don't, you don't. Because you feel the most expressed and you feel the most expressed and feel light in your body. Let's talk about dark energy and light energy. Like, and like high vibration and low vibration. Let's talk about it in pragmatic terms, man. Do you feel good? No, do you feel, how do you feel? Do you feel, like that's really basic. Do you feel good in your body when you do something or do you feel shit? That's it. Do you feel bene or merda? That's it. That's Italian because Lusty's Italian. So anyway, so good or bad? Like, oh, does this uplift me when I do this? Cool. Does it feel bad? Yes. Don't do it then. But the thing is, what's going to happen is when I'm saying this, like when you're with that woman and if you, if you feel like really shit and you feel closed down when something's happened, like really go within and ask yourself that. But what might have happened is you might be trying to like open up. You might feel really tense and tight because you might have been told in the past, don't open up. Be, don't be that man who's emotional and like just putting everything in line. Fuck that. Yeah, it actually kind of reminds me of um, this one girl that I met a while ago. This is probably going back maybe four or five years. And she was one of those girls. She was, yeah, had a bit of a, yeah, I'm really hot, sort of knew it sort of thing going on. Lots of guys hitting on her. Lots of guys that, you know, would, after she finished dating with, dating them, would rock up to her house and be like really, really needy and like don't leave me sort of thing. She worked at a high-end lingerie shop and was on the um, catalogue for them at one point. So she she had a bit of a big ego of it. You know, with me, I just sort of came in and, um, but we actually connected on, um, like I won't go into what we connected on, but it was basically around death. I won't go into it just um, for our own sort of privacy and that, but we connected on that uh, just because, you know, I've experienced different deaths and all that. So we both sort of broke down and that was like a really, really big thing for her. And like, you know, usually people say don't, don't talk about upsetting things or whatever, but it was, it's sort of one of the things that brought us like, really really close and just gave us that connection and you know sort of broke down her sort of big walls that she had up and allowed her to really just be her around me and because it was something that she was sort of holding on to as a I don't know exactly what the complex was but by just talking about it, it felt like she'd never spoken to anyone about it and just allowing her and just not being judging and just giving her lots and lots of love um you know after that we had like an amazing connection and sort of yeah, I could tell that she was just going on different days because it was constantly guys hitting on her sort of thing. But 
she probably wouldn't have been going any further with them because she had these walls and barriers up after this sort of death had occurred. So I think mm. what I left her with was just that ability just to open up and feel a bit freer. And yeah, and then we just, yeah, after that, we actually had really amazing sex. So yeah, it's a quality. The Martini says this the quality of your life is the quality of the questions you ask. And then I really love the point of like being able to ask the quality of your life as well is the the amount of depth that you can go into with these questions as well. That's not Dean Martini, but I've talked and like asking questions that people aren't willing to ask and not just going, yeah, what about this? What about that? It's like genuinely asking and getting a depth of understanding, then expressing where you're at and not feel like you're holding back. And this is weird hippie shit again, hippie episode with Andrew, but what it is, <laughs> it is coming from a place of, this is what I'm about. This is me. This is all of me. My blemishes and blemishes as well. And then the more that you can just like, for me, I was like, so I can't say this to a woman. I can't ask this in your head. Then you say it and you go, I didn't fucking die. Oh, like when dudes like ask in the bedroom, I have to, I can't do that. I can't ask. He's like, some guys really want to fuck a chick in the ass. You really want to do that? Or you really want to get your ass licked? Or you really want to tie her up? Or do some real kinky shit? Or whatever it may be? Or you might just want to um, get a blowjob in an alleyway because you want to like spice some shit up and whatever. Or you might even just like, here's a cool one. Get your woman to dress up as a basic prostitute because you're used to, because your woman is so beautiful and you love her dearly. And you know what? After you've had the prime fucking cut steak your whole life, sometimes you just want the fucking dirty Big Mac, don't you? The Big Mac from McDonald's. So you want to dress her up as a cheap hoe and throw dollar fucking bills at her. And yeah, then you're like, here you go, here's some fucking money, you cheap hoe, and just suck it. And then she gets turned on by the fact that you're throwing money at her, that you're calling her a cheap hoe, even though she knows she's not. But living out that fantasy whatever that may be and then it's so funny like hearing guys message and stuff like that as i said if, if, if you if you resonate with anything on this podcast send us a message i love getting the love from you guys and remember you can check out the website about the pussy massage like the, the we send out like a three-step pussy massage like a three videos that go in depth about how to give a woman a pussy massage to be the best woman's had in and outside the bedroom and then we show you exactly how to use your hand so go check out that pussy massage sequence it's on sexualquantumleap.com it's fucking in motherfucking sane that's how you can take shit to the next level anyway so when you're doing these things and you're exploring these things in the bedroom of course when you're allowing her to be sexually free like that, you just see how much she gives herself up to you. Now, when like guys come to SQL and stuff like that, it's kind of like they think they're just going to learn how to fuck, but it's not It's not that. And I want you to touch on this as well because I really want to make it clear to guys, like you don't know what you don't know. And a lot of the guys, like they go, oh, well, you're, you're going to, if we have a chat in the future, if you keep listening to the content, it's like, you're just like, you don't know what you don't know about sexuality and you keep exploring, you keep going in depth. So make sure that you really be, have a curious mind about sexuality and you have a curious mind about who you are and what you want to do and what you want to explore. And this will really help you to really start tapping into the woman's curiosity because the thing is, you always want to come from a place of like, Oh, I'm interested. I'm curious. Oh, like, um, what's going on here? So then she can really start to flow with you a lot more as well. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, you know, ages ago, I thought that being good at sex was just sort of technique based, or how big your cock was, or you know, how long you could last, or some other weird porn star move that 
you'd seen porn, but it's a lot wider than that. A, lo- a lot of it sort of starts just within yourself. So just being connecting and loving yourself and appreciating yourself and there's heaps to learn about that. And then it just moves to, you know, there's a whole wide variety of things that have got nothing to do with the bedroom. But they're really, really powerful when it comes to your sex life and when you are in the bedroom together and, you know, until you've sort of gone through and done the whole course, you don't really realize how they all fit in until, you know, you do the whole course and then you start, implementing all these things and you start doing them and then you go out there and you have sex and then it, after a while it clicks it's like oh fuck that's why we did that or that's why we did this it's like oh it all makes sense now it's like it's not just about the techniques and sort of what you do it's just it, it, it's almost like everything and it all just sort of ties back and comes around in some weird circle to you know the experience that you end up having just between you know how you feel and your experience and your enjoyment and also how the girl that you're with, how she feels and how you have that enjoyment and when you can really give her that full experience, she's not going to leave. She's, wanna, she's going to want to keep coming back. She's going to be pretty much addicted to you. She's going to be addicted to having sex with you. Yeah. Oh, it's, 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 it's fucking insane. <laughs> it's, just, it's as simple as that. And I'm just shaking my because I was talking to this guy the other day on the phone who actually signed up to Ignite at um in in australia so ignites a three-day event that we do but what happened he he goes dude this is fucking mind-blowing he, i came to a free event i ran a free event in melbourne and he goes it was mind-blowing what you said i'm like what because i'm always curious about what people like uh are mind-blowing about and he goes dude how you said like set up like i didn't tell you this he's like this guy the other day he goes fuck he like set up a salt lamp and candles and just like relax like some shit like that. And he goes, man, I never thought about like really setting up my room and the salt lamps and the candles and doing that. He goes, that for me was mind-blowing because what he was like, I'm like, I've got to get it here. I've got to do this certain thing. I go, dude, just a woman is not going to run away. I walk downstairs. I walk up to the room slowly and just take a big breath in and go, ah, I'm here. And she gets to relax and let go as well. And he goes, oh, dude, it's such a different paradigm. Instead of going, quick i have to do something how about you enjoy so she can relax so she can let go and are you holding on to her are you playing captain safe oh, we went into a whole massive dialogue actually so it'd be really cool if you listen to this shout out to my man you know who you are i'm not gonna drop your name but it's fucking insane of like giving her full permission just like you don't have to do anything you don't have to be anywhere you don't have to like be someone who you're not with me and that's what i've really seen when you get a woman to do that i've had a woman say to me Actually, I won't. I had a woman say to me once, you know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to say the name. She's like, I want you to marry me and have my kids and put and tattoo my fucking ass. And I'm like, mm, mm, mm. but in saying that as well, it's not what I want at the moment in my life. She's like, you can do this if we get married, but I'm not in a place to get married. It's insane. And like, I talk to clients and I talk to like my joke, I joke with my friends. I'm like, when, like, even with Lusty and I, like, we'll have sex. And this might sound really egotistical. And if you think it is, like, fuck you, I don't really care. It's more like we have sex with a woman, like, usually for a first time. And then the clients, I've seen this multiple times and I've seen it with the mentors. As I've said, I've, I think I'm repeating myself here from a previous episode, but I want to say it again. You do this, it's not just the, the way you fuck them, you fuck them like a beast, but. You connect with them like no other man with what the stuff we've been talking about today. Then they go, who the fuck is this guy? That's why we're saying best she ever had inside and outside the bedroom.
we we've been practicing that all day to get that right for the podcast so yeah no, i think i'm just thinking of that what you're saying is that you know you don't just sort of fuck her and then roll over and fall asleep as well i think that's like a big thing that a lot of dudes dudes make as well yeah. as you know, you don't sort of just do this thing have all this sex and then you know oh okay i'm rolling over now oh, the door's there or whatever it's like you you still you know it's still a human being in front of you, you still connect with them you still talk to them and it's also an awesome way even after just to get even a little bit of feedback about sort of who they are what they like what they like more of what they like less of and yeah, depending on who you are, if you've got a bit more energy, sort of round up and go again and really tap into what they want. Because a lot of times, especially for the first time, it can be a little bit hard to sort of really dive into what a girl wants, um, you know, sexually and that. And also, you know, you're sort of playing a bit of a awkward game because you have sort of one style and she might be used to something else or might like certain things. So, yeah, sometimes even after the first time, just having having a really good chat and then seeing where she's at and then, you know, the next time you have sex with her, it'll just be even better and just grow from there. And then, you know, and she can see that you're having that chat and you're just looking to improve and get better and just give her a better experience every time. Yeah, I like what you said as well, like right after the bedroom. It's like, don't just fuck her, then roll over and go, oh, it's time for, time for Captain Snooze and go for a sleep, you know? It's like, how about you have a, like, I love talking about this, like talk to her after you've fucked Ask her about the experience. You're both in this euphoric fucking wonderland of emotions and fucking chemicals that are surging through your body. Like, really connect on that. Ask the first time you want that. Ask her the first time. Wait, if it's the first time you fuck her, go. When did you know you wanted to fuck me? Like, like what did you want to do next time? Like, what's your like fantasies for the future? Is there anything else you want to explore? How come you want to do this? Oh my god, when you're on top like this, you rock like a fucking demon. And I love. I just I love calling a chick a demon. Like you're a sexual demon. Like encouraging them. And every time they're talking about sex, I'm just encouraging them, giving them positive reinforcement. Like yeehaw, girl, I love that shit. Like giving her a big kiss every time she like say something that I like and I'm like telling her what I like and then she says it or she does it or she explores it or she expresses it. I just like like give her a big kiss, big fucking hug and go, Mwah! I love it when you fucking talk it's um dirty to me. Talk dirty to me. That's Lusty's favourite song. He's looking at me like I'm the biggest fuck with alive. He's like, we are not gonna be friends anymore. But it's all cool. I'll be on my own. I'm still dancing on my own. Do you know Callum Scott? Just on that note, do you know who that is? I'm in the corner oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. watching you kiss her. That guy actually was on X Factor. I heard this other day, like random fact. I know, like side tangent, but he was on X Factor and he actually took that song from I forgot who it was. And when you listen to the other song, it actually like really upbeat you, like dancing on my own. You think it's fun, but then when you hear him sing it, you want to like commit suicide and just like be depressed in the corner and you're thinking of jerking off in the corner while some other dude's fucking your girl. So it's a big fucking difference. Yeah, fuck, never thought of it that way. Yeah, but the thing is, I'll actually show you the song. I forgot who the other person sang it, but he actually took all the lyrics and then he just made it his own. And he just, right. all he did was slow down the song and go, yep. I'm in the corner watching your fister. Oh, oh, oh. So, yeah, don't worry. Last he's looking at me like, dude, I did not sign up for this shit. <laughs> Sitting in the corner watching your fister, mate, with those size hands. Yeah, no, I know. I got big hands and I got a small pecker. It's all right. It's all part of it. So, <laughs> where, where the fuck were we before we digress? Ah, after the bedroom. Even like if it's a one night stand and stuff like that and you're like, you don't want her to stay over or she, does, she wants to go back and sleep in her bed. Walk her downstairs. Make sure she's in a good emotional space. Give her some water. 
whatever it is, put her in a cab. If you fuck her, maybe just pay for the cab, you cheap fuck. Or if you're a really good guy and you're already doing that, awesome. If you're doing this shit already, kudos to you. I pat you on the back and I stroke your cock like if it's never been struck. And I really appreciate that you're making, you're leaving women better and wetter. And then when you put them in the cab, I go, I really had a good night. Don't be afraid to express about what you think about the woman and how you witnessed her and how you really got to know her and go, yo, I really like you and I want to see you again. And then don't wait for her to go, I hope she says something back. Just just say it. It's like you just throw it out there in the universe and just throw it out there to her. And then when she can just feel you're just putting it out there because you genuinely mean it and you're not looking for a response, then she's actually going to respond a lot more. Or I really liked it that you did X, Y, Z in the bedroom. I had a woman just recently, I said something, I kept like saying, saying something in the bedroom, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you do my dirty little slut, aren't you? She's like, yeah. I'm like, you do my dirty little slut, aren't you? She's like, yeah. And I said, like, oh, I don't really want to say that anymore. I'm like, yeah, cool. That's okay. So I like didn't take it as an ego thing, but I was like, I really started to listen in about what she was, what was going on for her. And she's like, I'm not really feeling that today. So it's all, remember, every time we fuck a woman, it's reasons and seasons and different times and different expressions. She might've been your little hoe and you wanted to like, spit on it spin in her mouth one day but the next day you might just want to light candles and just like serenade her and just make love to her as Lawrence is like playing his guitar in the background and then you're just making love to her gently on the bed and then playing the song I wanna kiss you all over yeah I'm, I'm singing a lot today fuck I know you, you got, at least you're a better singer than what I am but mate we're gonna get fucked for copyright <laughs> Yeah, I think even, yeah, just what you're saying with the whole experience as well, just your room set up, I think, you know, have a nice clean room to start off with. I keep my room, you know, try to put everything in sort of drawers and that's a way. Have some sort of sound system so you can play music. You can always ask her sort of what her favourite song is and have candles and nice lighting. I actually have LED strip that I've put across my room. And sometimes I even say, what's your favourite colour? And I can select the colour and put her favourite colour on. But mm. Yeah, it's just, I think it's just all part of the experience. And I like pink. <laughs> but if you have if you have all that sort of stuff there, it also allows you to change the dynamic depending on what she feels more like. Like, you know, maybe she just wants to get dominated and be tied up. So you might make the room all red and put different music on. And then, you know, another day you might just have it completely dark and have some nice candles and then you might be going slowly with some slow music. So it it allows you just to go through a variety of experiences as well so you're not just a one-trick pony. Yeah, I think a lot of guys are one-trick pony. Like, just like put her in doggy style and pump, and pump as fast as they can and then roll over and go, did you like that? No, not every woman just wants to get fucked doggy style and then you roll over and, you, and that's all good. There's so much more to it. And no, I know as well, and please tell me about this as well, keeping women around is about fucking epic foreplay holy shit and even setting up things like scenarios like different scenarios costumes doing different things role plays like making her like i remember i went out for dinner the other day with a chick this is fucking crazy dude but like i'm like putting on the table i'm like yo i really want to go out. like go on sex dates take her out and all you go all we're going to talk about tonight is sex i want you to tell me everything that you want to talk about and then you're going to tell me you're going to tell me everything you want to do in the bedroom everything that we've explored in the bedroom that really turned you on and I want you to tell me everything that's going on and I'm going to tell you everything for me that turns me on. You're a man, you're a leader, you go first. I was like saying, 
I want to like tie you. I want to tie you up. I'm like, I got a little bit freaky. I'm like, I'm going to tie you completely up in rope. And then I'm going to like, when I'm putting rope, I'm going to put a ball gag in. And I'm going to fuck you from behind. Do all this crazy shit like this. And then she's like, oh my God, that's going to turn me on so much. And I even might go to Bunnings and get some glad wrap and tie you up. Yes, I'm a sick fuck, but I can hear you judging me. And if you are, you just have not expressed your sexuality. Because this woman wants to get tied and restrained. And I can't be really fucked tying her up with rope. So I'm like... Get some glad wrap, constrain her completely. She loves that feeling of being like squished and tight. And I'm like, yes, I want to do this. And the thing is, it's like, it's fucking like, just have her there, ass in the air and go to go, go to attention. Like, that turns me on so much. And you would never pick this woman actually going, I like this type of stuff. Because she's like telling me this and then she's like, I really want you to dress up as a school teacher and I'm the school and I'm the school little girl and then like you're telling me off and I get answers wrong and then what you can do, you can you can I'm wearing no underwear and then you're my teacher and you can fuck me. You would be so surprised about the fantasies that women have. And the thing is like, how do you know if it's a fantasy that she really loves? Ask her, listen, and then see how she's actually verbally saying it. Sometimes she gets this thing called puppy doll guys. She gets like her fucking eyes like glistening like she just was like, just looked at the sun and she's, or her eyes are twinkling like stars. And she's like, oh, I really want to fucking do this. I want to do that. And you can see her, her pitch raises, her fucking eyes light up. And then she just gets all fucking elated about this, this, this idea, this fantasy. And then when you're like really breaking it down with her and then helping her build on this story and like really like helping her express that, she's going to be like, I can't wait to do this. So then you can talk about this in parameters and stuff like that. It's so fucking sexy to talk about it. Then that night, all you're talking about is back and forth about what you want to do, what she wants to do. And don't get me wrong, sometimes you think, oh fuck, I might want to say this and it's hard for you to express. But then when you can actually express what you want and put it all on the table, you watch how much she opens up about that as well. Yeah, 100%. And I remember doing sort of a similar thing, just going through a girl's fantasy that she really liked, but me trying to be a, a bit funny, a bit twisted. I decided to do it from about 10 o'clock in the morning while she was at work. I was seeing her that night. And I was going through this whole scenario and everything. And probably by about 11.30, I get a text message back. She was like, you have to stop. I just had to take my underwear off because it was dripping wet and I couldn't wear it anymore. The panty test sticking <laughs> to the ceiling? Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She, she was at work. She was like, leave me alone. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drip through, through through my work pants now and <laughs> onto my chair and stuff. I'm like, you don't know what you got in store for tonight. And she's <laughs> like, fuck, stop. Yeah, it's, it's so funny. <laughs> like, stuff like that. Oh, this is this little quick one as well, guys. If you can tell a woman's getting really turned on, you're talking to her, holding eye contact, saying shit. Sometimes chicks actually just cross their legs. And I've, like, talked to a few chicks about this before. I'm like, why are you crossing your legs? It's because they go, I'm getting so wet. I've got to hold it together. Or, like, or they might be wearing a dress. Like, um, the wetness might start dripping down their fucking leg. Yeah, exactly. And so then that same girl, she ended up starting to have to wear those those liners or something every day to work so she wouldn't destroy her underwear anymore. <laughs> yeah. she, she never knew when it was going to come, me texting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lassie the Destroyer, all of a sudden, you send a novel. Shout out to fucking Hudson as well about the fucking... He has got some text sequences that made my panties fucking drip. drip. I, I had to wear a liner some days when he was sending me those messages. So, my man, thank you for doing that if you're listening. But Hudson just um, runs a company about teaching men about um, fashion fashion um, also about messaging women on platforms to get them so turned on that they go I have to throw myself in a cab right now to come to your house to suck it so 
with that being said, it's fucking crazy. You're right, man. And I didn't realize how like, how much how prevalent this was for women. How turned on they get, and how saturated their panties can get up just by like the words. And then when that really clicked back in the day, I was like, holy shit! Like you're soiling my underwear, and then like the standing with their legs crossed, and their hand over their fucking pussy, like this, like this, or they're like breathing deeply, like. <gasps> fuck and they're looking at you like fuck you like they're angry like why are you angry it's like i'm so fucking horny i'm gonna fuck you right now you better shut up oh man oh but my buddy told me back in the day that he'd um message girls at work and then like really high-end corporate chicks and then like tell them to go masturbate in the toilet just before they're about to go to a meeting and then they couldn't come and then when they'd go into the meeting they'd be like fucking super like frustrated like fuck <laughs> so yeah do that if you got like a corporate girlfriend you want to be a, play a little bit of fucking role play and be a dom, even though that's not the true definition. Go out there and just like play a little like, bit of role playing, a bit of um, bit of games with her back and forth to really spice it up. And what's really great about sexuality, it's like it's your little secret with her. You both get to explore this part of your sexuality, and it's like your it's like she gets to show parts of herself that she's never showed to anyone else, which actually turns a lot of women on. Yeah, definitely, especially. Yeah, I always sort of go with the frame of just, you know, giving her that free open space to express whatever she wants. Basically, everything's on, on the table, uh, apart from, like, you know, what my hard boundaries are. Like, you know, don't come at me with, at me with a knife sort of thing, but... Oh, why not? It's fun. <laughs> yeah, mate, for you, you sicko, but... <laughs> sicko! <laughs> but, uh, Is that all you're going to call me? Uh, do you know what? This weird hippie cunt, this weird... This, this, this skinny fat... I get er- I get everything. Like, fuck. Mate, uh, sicko. That's uh, all I'm getting. Uh, 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 I, n- I never heard someone being called Jesus so many times in yeah. one week this week, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, tell them what we're going to do, just as a, as a side note, with the skateboard. So I have an electric skateboard. Yeah, so we thought what we're going to do is we're going to dress him up in robes and we're going to put a bit of um, cotton wool and stuff around the skateboard so it looks like he's on the cloud and he's just going to secretly hide the uh, remote in his robe so he's just going to walk around with his arms out and it looks like he's floating on a cloud and he's just going to go through the city. My God, I've like, come again. He's come again. I've come again. It's been more than three days this time, but you know what? We'll We'll see what happens. But I'm here to teach you how to fuck. <laughs> I was apparently conceived a virgin. <laughs> I was here like just because God put me in Mary's tummy and I've just and I popped out one day and the three wise men came and took me and they took me. Apparently Jesus lived in India, but we're not going to go into conspiracy <laughs> theories. I got this book called Jesus Lived in India, but I don't know why this episode has been more. Maybe I'm like really turning into a cult leader and that's what SQL has become. A sexual cult where you get to freely express yourself for Jesus. That'd be fucking cool. But that's what all the big cults do anyway. It's like, you're doing this for God. And they have all and the... And they, like, they promise you, what, 30 or 40 virgins or something? Yeah, like, what the fuck? Like, some of these things, like, if you do all this, like, insane shit, like, we're going to give you, what, 72 virgins or something like that? Well, no how many? I, I don't know how many exactly it is. Like, you get some ridiculous number. I know what's up there. Like, why the fuck would you do all this fucking heinous shit on society to get 72 virgins like i'd do this if it was like 72 hoes like proper fucking hoes who could deep throat i'd consider it you know <laughs> no not fucking 72 virgins that's 72 just... virgins like um, i'm licking the tip is, 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 is that all right yeah it's like what the fuck like the pure i'm like fuck the pure like these guys like i just want a pure woman it's like come on Let's let's be real, guys. If you fucked a virgin, it's not the best. And remember when you were a virgin, dude. I think I lost my um. I think I came in like 
or less than a minute, I was more fixated with a condom that I rolled onto my cock that glue in the glowed in the dark than I was when this chick sat on my cock and I sat there and smiled and looked at her awkwardly. That's I'm like, oh, what the fuck is going on? What happened for you when you lost yours? Oh man, I had like a, uh, I I wasn't even ready for it, but yeah, she basically got my cock hard and sort of just jumped on and as soon as my cock entered her pussy, I just felt like at the blur, so I just quickly threw her off me, pulled my pants up, came in my jocks and oh, the other day, home. The other day you talked I, about I meant, it. Yeah, it's on the last podcast if you want to hear it more deep, deeply. More deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, this is like, you learn a lot over time. And as I said, the mentorship that I got and like getting one of the first, our, our buddy up in up in Sydney, Jesus Christ, did we learn a lot from him. The fucking Dom himself. Jeez. Yeah. He really schooled us. But, there's a lot of stuff that you've learned today from this podcast about really keeping a woman around. And as you said, we just like, I try and like be the, the change I'm trying to see in the world. I think Gandhi said that quote, like be the change you want to see in the world. And for me, it's like, don't try and force change. It's like, I'm trying to change by being freely expressed by saying shit, by saying weird fucking wacky shit because I'm a weird wacky dude. And we all are in our own respects. And I just want to like lead by example. I'm like, this is who I am. This is all of me. I used to hide myself and I used to be be scared but now i'm like this is what i'm about i love cracking weird fucking jokes i love like saying shit that's a little bit fucking not politically correct excuse me sometimes but the thing is it's me and the thing is if people pretend they're all pure and they're all fucking 100 percent straight and straighty 180 every saint is a fucking sinner and i've learned this a lot from Martini again like every saint is a sinner there's like night it's like night and day every there's good bad positive negative all this fucking shit it's like saint and sinner like imagine like i remember him saying this imagine i followed you around for 24 hours with, with a camera do you reckon everything would be pure that you'd be doing fuck no and when you start to accept a woman for all who of who she is the thing is when these people go around now, this is all Martini shit so i'm just like riffing off this and i love it so much like fucking i'm looking for world peace fuck can you get world peace when you can't even get peace for your own self like having people like oh, i'm peaceful and like bullshit there's always going to be challenges and support and this is like straight from Martini himself but why i'm saying this is when you can accept someone for who or everything that they are and like this is all of me this is my full expression this is my saint this is my sinner this is the this is the full expression of who i, who I am yes i sometimes fucking have the habits that are deteriorating me as a human being but I also have like the other side of who I am as well. We're not fucking perfect. Anyone who says they're perfect and anyone who strives to be this perfect, like ideal fucking um, model, who knows what they're doing behind closed doors. That is the fucking thing. We've all heard the Catholic fucking church um, with the little boys. Like, why the fuck does that keep coming out? It's ridiculous. Like the more you suppress something, it has to be expressed someone else. So I'm saying this, the more that you let your woman be expressed and allow her to be free and open with you, she's going to be more connected and more loving and more open to who you are and want to get to know you more at your core that's why i'm just trying to really show all aspects of my side like you got if you think you're like this angel you got that devil side of your fucking self as well if you think you're just like it's it's bullshit it's like all the people like it's like oh, it's not me it's not part of me that's why i'm saying probably shit that you're thinking of that you're not willing to fucking talk about and that's why we get a lot of people that go oh you're challenging my thoughts it's like i'm challenging your fucking thoughts because you know deep down when you're fucking masturbating to really fucking bad porn or you're watching to fucking porn behind the fucking scenes and jerking it and then you go oh i don't know why i can't have connections with women or i don't know 
um, why I can't really open up and um, talk to women about what I want. It's because you're so fucking suppressed because you do it behind closed doors because you think, oh, I shouldn't be doing this because you've been told by the dogmatic bullshit in society and then women have that same fucking shit. But when you can start giving her that perspective, like, I don't care about that. That's why we talk about retreats and all this other shit and events we run that you can be you no matter fucking what and I'm going to really accept all of that fucking insanity that's there and I'm going to look at that with fucking beauty and go, you know what? It's all fucking love, baby. You watch how much she's going to be like, thank you. I love you. Yeah, and yeah, the more you sort of open up and give her the real you, the more she's going to be connected and just be like, you're amazing. Even you, know, you tell her all your flaws and everything that you might think are flaws and just accept it and just be like, hey, yeah, but this is me. This is 100% me. And she's she's just going to love it. You don't have to just tell her all the good sides of your, you know, of yourself. Let her in on everything. All of me wants all of you. All. I think we should call this the singing episode. Fuck. I, I love someone who actually sent me a message once. goes, dude, keep up the podcast. I love when you sing on the episodes. So you know what? Fuck, I'm going to keep singing. If I'm in a mood where I've had a lot of green cordial and then we're about to have a sauna after this and Lassie and I are just going to look at each other and be like, what have we fucking done with our lives? You know, like, it's his birthday next week. So happy birthday to Lassie. So if you're like on this podcast, energetically send him a happy birthday. Say, happy birthday, Lassie. And he'll feel it and he'll just get tingles in his whole body. Thanks, Wes. (laughs) Awesome. So what we're going to do is wrap it up there because... It has been an absolutely insane episode today. And that is how to get a woman really addicted to you sexually. And she can't wait to see you again because you're building her up so much. And she's like, thank you so much. You're an incredible human being. And you will get this constantly. Like women going, you're incredible. You're amazing. I can't wait to see you again. And thank you for being a part of my life. Will every woman like you? Absolutely not. But when you get some women who you really connect with and you put it all out there on the table, you're going to feel so free in yourself. And remember, it all starts with you. It go If you don't go within, you go without. I heard that from somewhere, but I can't remember exactly where. So go, go, with, go within. If you don't go within, then you go without. And that basically means you go without because you're trying to look externally for what's going to fill you up and all this other stuff where it's like, yo, that's why... The position Lawrence is in at the moment, he's doing a lot of deep reflection, which is fucking cool. And then he's, and so am I. We all, um, I constantly am as well. We're constantly like deep reflecting about how we can grow and do different areas of my life. Lawrence is really focusing on like losing some weight. And then I'm really focusing on really growing this movement a lot. So there's a lot of focus um, this year. We've got a lot of stuff that we're doing. So it's a lot of stuff that we're doing while having awesome women in our life and having that area really fucking handled as well, which is exciting, exciting times ahead. So thank you so much for being here as well, Lusty. Yeah, no problem. I'm always happy to come on the show. Love, love hanging and chat with you. So yeah, always a good time. It's it's fun. So thank you, Lusty, as I said, for being here. It's been insane as always. And what we're going to do is wrap that up here. And remember, if you enjoy today's episode, Give it a give it give it some love or whatever platform you're listening to this. It should be on 
SoundCloud or Spotify. That's the main two places that we have this at the moment. As I said, we'll be releasing about three um, episodes a week and we want to answer all your questions, put all this content out for free because we want to see you have the best sex life, sex life ever and like be the best you ever had inside and outside the bedroom. And remember, if you want to like check out more about what we do, about the Ignite Event Mastery and the best you ever had online academy, which is about 128 videos of everything you need to know inside and outside, inside and outside the bedroom. It's so you can watch that from the, from the, from the comfort of your own home. There's so many options that we can do. Or if you want to meet me in person and really fucking take shit to the next level, and you know what, I really want to fucking do some blood, sweat, and tears, and do some shit that you've never seen before, and it's gonna push you like you've never been pushed. This is not for the faint-hearted. This is for shit. This is for people who really want to go. You know what, I'm fucking terrified, but you know what, I'm going to really step into this so I can have the sex life that I have always wanted. Now, with that all being said, it's not just about the confidence in the bedroom, it's outside the bedroom as well. We know how much that really ties into it with the boundaries and who you are as a man. So thank you for listening to this episode. As I said, to help and support this podcast, we would really love you to share this with all your friends and your family. And as I said, listen to listen to it in the car with your mum on the way to school or wherever you are going in the world because we really would love you and your mum to have a really great sex life and all that shit. We said that yet last podcast, but I thought it was fucking funny. And you know what? I find it funny and that's what all that matters. So especially on the way to school. Yeah, back in the day. Like think about this, mate. Listening to this back in the day with like, hey mum, let's watch this together so you can have a better sex life with dad and I can have a better sex life when I lose my virginity. Kind of like that vibe. That would be so funny. But in saying all that, thank you so much for listening. And as I said, I will see you on the next episode. And yeah, please, if you have any questions um, or comments about anything, go check out the Sexual Quantum Leap podcast. And I would be more than happy to shoot a podcast for you if we keep getting the same question recurring over and over again. So thank you again. And I will speak to you very shortly.